Welcome to another episode of the Jam Pack Report, the day for November the 24th of 2020. Of course, my name is Samuel Adams, and this is a daily gaming news podcast meant to bring you the hottest news you need to know from around the industry. Hosted on YouTube and podcast services around the world five days a week, it is your one-stop shop for everything you need to know. So if you enjoy the show and you like what you see, hit that subscribe button and keep coming back for more. But according to a new listing at Best Buy, an update for The Last of Us Part 2 could be in the works that gives it a couple of new bells and whistles on Sony's latest hardware. A store listing for The Last of Us Part 2 has appeared over at Best Buy that suggests a next-gen update for the game could be in the works at Naughty Dog. The Best Buy store listing for the PS4 physical copy of one of 2020's biggest games includes a tag that reads, includes next-gen update, direct quote. The development studio itself has not formally announced any specific upgrades for The Last of Us Part 2 on PS5, though the game does benefit from all of the usual system-side upgrades backwards compatible games enjoy if you do boot them up on new hardware, including faster loading times and so on. The Last of Us Part 2 also supports haptic feedback via the DualSense controller on PS5, but that is about the extent of its next-gen support at the time of writing. It may be that Best Buy has made the listing an error, and we are not going to see more upgrades released for the game, but given that other PlayStation exclusives have received patches to make them perform better on the new hardware, that seems unlikely. The Last of Us Part 2 is one of the biggest games of the year, is a critical hit, and won over a lot of players' hearts, as you can see in the review at VG247, as well as many other outlets. There is also no mention of an upgrade on The Last of Us Part 2's PS5 store listing page, though, so take Best Buy's tag with a pinch of salt. The official Sony description for the game on PS5 actually notes that, quote, while the game is playable on the PS5, some features available on PS4 may be absent, end quote. I feel like this is absolutely in the works, because The Last of Us Part 2 is one of the biggest PlayStation games of the year. It's pretty much neck and neck with Ghost of Tsushima for being one of the most significant releases of the year in general, and on the PlayStation side of things, they are absolutely some of the most influential games of the generation. Ghost of Tsushima, of course, is already experiencing improvements on the PlayStation 5, and so it seems kind of natural that one of the biggest games of the year in general, let alone one that is a PlayStation exclusive, would get some kind of upgrade to sell more consoles. If you got a better version of The Last of Us Part 2 on the PlayStation 5, that's something that will churn consoles, in the same way that a Ghost of Tsushima update churned consoles. That's simply the nature of the beast, and so I feel like this is something uh, with an announcement that is going to be imminent. Personally, I'm betting on something at the Game Awards regarding an update coming to The Last of Us Part 2 from the team at Naughty Dog. But of course, I do hope that some kind of update is coming uh, because it would be nice to see, again, one of the biggest games of the year take advantage of more of what the PlayStation 5 has to offer. Uh, now, it does say there is some DualSense support. I would love to see that expanded upon. On top of that, of course, I would love to see new improvements in terms of textures and frame rates and all that good stuff. Uh, of course, loading times are already improved, but perhaps even further with some optimizations, who knows what's possible. Uh, but man, I love The Last of Us Part to. And as I said earlier in the week, whenever I was voting during the Game Awards, you can check out that video linked down below. Uh, it is my game of the year, so I would love to see this one get some love on the new hardware. But speaking of playing games on controller, it looks like PC players are getting back to their console roots, with controller use on Steam doubling in the past two years. Mouse and keyboard may be the traditional weapon of choice for PC gamers, but Valve has found gamepads are increasingly common on Steam. 
In a post announcing PS5 controller support for Steam on Friday, Valve said gamepads are an increasingly common choice on the platform. Quote, in the past two years, the number of daily average users playing a Steam game with a controller has more than doubled, with millions enjoying the growing catalog of controller-friendly titles every day, Valve said. Games that lend themselves to controllers can easily see 60% of Steam players using pads, Valve said, while certain genres like skateboarding games can see that number go well over 90%. PlayStation controllers have been increasingly popular for playing with pads as they now account for 21.6% of controller sessions across Steam, up from 10.9% two years ago. Valve added support for PS4 controllers in 2016, but only began supporting PS3 controllers as a separate controller type in 2018. It's for good reason, the DualShock 4 is a fantastic controller. On top of that, the DualShock 3, not as good, but still fine. It's what I kind of uh, came into my adulthood playing with. Of course, the PlayStation 3 was kind of the console of choice for me through high school. Uh, and then I kind of transitioned into the PlayStation 4 side of things. But controllers on Steam are going to be a fundamental part of the way that people experience games. They always have been and they always will be. Uh, because a game like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater is not going to play well on a mouse and keyboard. You can, but you shouldn't. It's kind of like putting nacho cheese on top of your peanuts. Why would you do that? That's disgusting. Uh, and so, if you do have a controller that you use on Steam, I would love to hear what it is in the comment section down below. Uh, but it seems like controller use is on the rise, and potentially, maybe this means more people are having uh, living room PC sessions, where maybe they have a Steam Link, or perhaps they have a living room PC, where they just hook it up to their TV and they play it like a console. That's increasingly likely. Maybe it's just because people are at home more, and they're getting back into gaming and they just so happen to want to ease into that through a controller. Now perhaps it's a lower end PC and more people are playing games like Rocket League and other low end games uh, that don't really require very heavy hardware. Perhaps that's the case as well. Uh, there's a lot that is possible here behind the scenes, behind these statistics, uh, but controller use is on the rise. And to round out today's very brief episode of the Jam Pack Report, Tomb Raider Reloaded has been announced, a free-to-play mobile game coming in 2021. Now hold on, we'll get into more of this in a moment. The last Tomb Raider game to grace us was released back in 2018, and although it got a DLC in 2019 last year, the time has come for a new game. Tomb Raider Reloaded was revealed yesterday through a teaser posted to the official Square Enix YouTube channel, and it's a mobile game coming next year. The teaser that you can see below shows a panning shot across a range of cutesy looking enemies, including a spider and even a T-Rex to name a few. The shot finally lands on a small, stylistic looking Lara Croft and her classic gear wielding two pistols as she shoots off whatever is on the screen. There is no indication as to what the gameplay itself is going to look like, but at least we know it's going to feature some mythical enemies. The YouTube description details that the game is going to be launching in 2021 and will be launching on mobile devices as a free-to-play action arcade game. It is being developed by Emerald City Games and published by Square Enix London Mobile, and more details are apparently planned to be revealed at some point. Next year is, of course, going to be the year in which we celebrate the Tomb Raider franchise hitting its 25th anniversary, and while no details about the gameplay have been revealed as of yet, in going by the developer's previous games, Lionheart Dark Moon took a more tactical theme, whereas Stormblade seems to take on a type of continuous runner with arcade hack-and-slash mechanics. 
In 2015, the Tomb Raiding protagonist went to mobile with Lara Croft Relic Run and Lara Croft Go, but with the new Tomb Raider Reloaded, it has led to speculation online that perhaps we can expect to see more game announcements as we grow closer to the 25th anniversary celebrations next year. But for now, expect to see this arrive sometime in 2021 for mobile. Uh, personally, a lot of people were hating on this, and I get it, because I used to be like that. I used to see mobile games come out and say, why isn't this a fully fleshed out console game? Who is going to enjoy this? I used to be negative about it. But the fact of the matter is, behind every game is a team of developers, or sometimes even one developer, that is passionately working to make a game that people will enjoy. This is one of those games. I'm sure this is going to be fun, and occasionally, you'll be surprised at how good a mobile game is. I think back to stuff like Monument Valley. I think back specifically to Lara Croft Go, which is phenomenal. Hitman Go, also great. Kind of takes a board game approach uh, to a Lara Croft game. And so when I think back to those specific titles, I look forward to seeing what the team comes up with here because it very well could be great. Uh, of course, it could be a bad mobile game. There is the likelihood of that as well. But I always like to give devs the benefit of the doubt and remember that for every game that comes out, it's pretty likely that that's going to be someone's favorite game. It's kind of weird, but it's true. You know, I think back to some of my favorite games when I was a kid, and there was a Toy Story 2 game that I had on Game Boy Color. Yeah, it was probably trash, but I loved it. I think back to MX Unleashed, which is like an okay motocross game. I still play it on the Xbox Series X through backward compatibility. It's fine. It's a good game, but it's one of my favorites because of my perception. And so this could be somebody's favorite game. Don't hate. Just appreciate the fact that these games are happening. Uh, now, when it comes to an actual, you know, uh, Lara Croft-focused game, a new Tomb Raider, some may say, it seems like it's got to happen. Either that or a remaster of the three that have come out over the past few years, which is something I would be fine with. Uh, I would love to see a next-gen update for Tomb Raider, uh, Tomb Raider, ooh, ooh, dudes are digging deep here, uh, Tomb Raider, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider? Maybe it's Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Those three are out there. Uh, but I would love to see remakes of those and bring, uh, you know, these experiences to new-gen hardware. Uh, but I digress. Perhaps an entirely new game is warranted, and I would be excited to see it, because Tomb Raider is great. It's kind of the multi-platform Uncharted in a way, and I'm definitely here for it. But that rounds out today's episode of the Jam Pack Report. If you enjoyed today's show, drop me a like down below and let me know what stories caught your eye today. But specifically, do you think the next gen update is coming to The Last of Us Part 2? I would love to hear what you have to say. But until tomorrow, you guys have a fantastic rest of your day. I'll talk to you soon and peace.